let's keep going. Praise our God. What an awesome God He is. some awesome stuff tonight and I can't wait to share what God has placed in my heart. But why don't you go grab a seat, say hi to a few people around you. If you've never met them in your life, why don't you introduce yourself to them? Come on, surely everyone can meet at least five new people. 
awesome. Hey, well, if this is your first time at Activate Church, if you're a newcomer, first or second time, it is so great to have you with us. A huge welcome to you. Hey, we have some guest packs, some newcomer packs at the back by the host team table. They're holding up right there, the white packs. Make sure you go and grab one of those on your way out. And also you can scan the QR code on the back of the seats in front of you. And we'd love to grab your details. We'd love to invite you to lunch in a few weeks. We'd love to get to know you. It is great to have you with us. Hey, something else we love to do at Activate Church is celebrate birthdays and wedding anniversaries. Has there been anybody's birthday or wedding anniversary in the last week? We got one over here. Is this a wedding anniversary? Congratulations. How many years, may I ask? 37. Whoa, come on. Congratulations. Are there any other wedding anniversary over here? Wedding anniversary? How many years? Two years. Congratulations. It's amazing. Uh, any other? Is it Ashton? What is it, bro? What is it? Six, 17. Come on, bro. Happy birthday. Any other? Birthdays, wedding anniversaries. Hannah got engaged. Who's not putting their hands up here? Congratulations. Come on, that's exciting. You got engaged. Over here with the chocolate. So awesome. Hey, well, I want to declare blessing over all of the birthdays and wedding anniversaries. So God, we thank you for each person who has had a birthday and wedding anniversary this weekend. We declare blessing. We declare favour over them in Jesus' name. We pray that this next year will be the best in their marriage, in their lives, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, well, before we get to the Activate News, I want to share what God's placed on my heart for tonight, which I'm really, really excited about. And uh, when I was praying into the night, I saw a picture in my head of an orchestra. I was like, okay, cool. This is all, all right. What do you want to say about this, God? And I felt God was saying for an orchestra to make a masterpiece, it needs to have each instrument doing their part well. Yeah? <laughs> Common sense, right? I felt God was almost referring to the church as an orchestra tonight. And for us to do our part well, God wants each of us to be running in our lane to the best of our ability. And I felt God was saying that He wants to awaken destiny in people's lives tonight. He wants to, he wants to give revelation of what God is calling us to do. If you don't know what you're called to do by God, He has an amazing plan for your life. And I believe that He wants to reveal something to you about that tonight. And also, I don't know about you, but I can get sleepy with orchestras. I'm not so great with that sort of music all the time, unless it's like the crazy inception sort of like music. That's epic. But sometimes I think I remember a few years ago, I went to an orchestra and I nearly fell asleep. I went for just the sake of my uh, grandparents inviting us because, yeah, anyway. Sorry, guys. Anyway, so I was at the orchestra and I was nearly falling asleep. I also felt that God was saying that some people in here know what God is calling them to. They know what area of society God is wanting them to impact. But you're asleep. You're in a bit of a slumber. You're not fulfilling what God is wanting you to do. Well, that's all right, because God hasn't changed. 
And I believe that God is saying tonight can be a night where you can wake up. He wants to awaken you to walk in the purposes of God. So I encourage you, we're going to have a moment to respond to this at the end of the gathering and what Pastor Jan is going to talk about. I encourage you, get expectant because God's going to do some amazing stuff. But for now, I want you to turn your eyes to the screen. We're going to hear from the Activate News and most beautiful people Everyone, in the world. welcome to Activate Church. Yeah, hey, and a big welcome if you're watching from Ruakuta Campus, from North Campus, or from Tuaco Campus. It is great to have you with us today. Next week is Mother's Day, so yeah. quick, write it in your diaries. And at Activate, we love to honour all women on Mother's Day. And next week, we've got a lovely day planned. We have a photo booth available for you to take photos with your family and friends. So if you know someone in your world, a wonderful woman, why don't you bring them along and let's celebrate them together. I'm excited to share that some changes are happening at Activate Youth and we have always been on every Wednesday night and every second Friday night. But from term two onwards, we will no longer be having Wednesday nights, but we will be every Friday night, alternating between Activate groups and Uproar. I'm so excited about this change because it means that we can be so much more intentional about some other things, like reaching people in schools, about connecting every young person person at Activate, to the Activate Youth family, about valuing every parent, every youth leader, every youth, making events more epic, more fun, more exciting, more honouring to God. It's going to be an amazing season for Activate Youth. And just to clarify, Activate Intermediates will be staying the same. Hey, also don't forget that the Activate Church Sunday gatherings are changing as well next week. So be ready for that. Ruakuta Campus will be meeting at 9am, at 10.30am and at 6pm. And then North and Tuaco Campus will be at 10.30am and there will be kids programs at all the morning gatherings. Well, that's all the notices for today. Yeah, I pray that you experience God's love today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Jay and Nikita. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> hey, we're going to uh, spend a moment celebrating communion. And uh, I get the amazing privilege to uh, introduce and welcome up uh, our communion speaker for today. And uh, that's Andrew Parsons. And so <clears throat> I'm excited. We love Andrew. Andrew has just joined the youth team and will be leading Activate Youth at North Campus in Rotatuna. So let's honour him. Can't wait to hear what you're going to share. Hey church. So as Jay just introduced me, I'm Andrew. I'm engaged to Madison Scott down the back there. Although she's pretty cool, she pales in comparison to another friend of mine. His name's... Jesus. Not only is he a good friend of mine in the good times, but he's also a friend when we go through the rough patches. Having the certain faith that he is always by my side has meant that I can be sure whenever I go through hard times in life. It has meant that when I go through the hard times in life, I know he's there. He always will be because he's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's the best part. And he's a friend of mine. It's crazy to think that the almighty creator of the universe sent his only son 
for it to die for our sins and cleanse us from them so that we can be in fellowship or in other words, friends with him forever. It's all good and well having him as a friend of mine, but if I keep him to myself, what good is that? I love being able to share Jesus' love to each other through being generous with my time, helping out with jobs that need to be done in friends' lives. When was the last time your neighbour baked some muffins or a cake for you? When was the last time they came and mowed your lawns or raked the leaves? Never? Not for a long time? It's just not, it just doesn't happen, does it? Um, that's where I believe as Christians we're called to be set apart, to be different. I think that when we're overly generous, it shows just a glimpse of how outrageously generous Christ is. In John 3.16, God gave his only son for us. He gave. I feel called to be generous and I urge you to be generous too. Start by holding the door for someone behind you as you walk through into a cafe. Offer to pay for someone's coffee. Whatever you have placed on your heart, just do it. It's, it calls you to be bold and courageous, but just do it. Even being generous with your words is such a blessing to people who hear them. You can speak life or you can just leave it alone. I always enjoy communion. For me, it's a chance to reset and refocus on Jesus' great or inspiring love for us. In Matthew 26, verse 26, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and gave it to the 12 disciples while they were sitting at an unnamed guy's table. He said, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup and again gave thanks first and gave it to them saying drink from it all of you this is my blood this is the blood of my covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins taking communion by definition is sharing or exchanging intimate thoughts feelings especially on a mental or spiritual level so I urge you to pause for a minute reflect on the great sacrifice that Jesus made so that we can have eternity with our Lord in heaven. Listen to what God may be saying in this time. Before we do, I would just like to pray and give thanks for the opportunity we have to remember the great love God's shown for us. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you that you love us enough to send your only son to die for us on the cross that you want us to have an everlasting relationship with you. Thank you that you have the love you do for us, every single one of us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. In your own time, please take the bread and cup and enjoy. Enjoy God's presence.
awesome. Just in your own time, why don't you stand to your feet? We're going to continue in our musical worship. You can find your own little space if you want to. Just use this time to you and God. Relax in His presence. Worship Him for His mighty name.
it your work Even when I don't feel it your working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working Come on, say Even when I Stop, you never stop this evening. Thank you, God, that Your great love for us that we've celebrated over communion. Thank you, God, that You sent Your Son. Thank you, God, that You want to meet with each one of us this evening, Father. Thank You. Thank You for what You want to do. I declare Your greatness in our city, in the city of Hamilton. I declare Your greatness in the Waikato. I declare your greatness over New Zealand. I declare your greatness over the world right now. I lift up India to you right now. I declare your greatness, that you are the way maker. You are the great healer. I declare that you, your intervention taking place in India right now. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I declare that you are the great comforter those families that are grieving in Israel right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the comforter. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for what you want to do in our lives. Thank you for who you are to us. Thank you that maybe even if we've never met with you, that you want to meet with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. May our lives be open to you, our hearts be open to you, our eyes and our ears open to you. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Hey, good evening, good evening. If you don't know me, my name is Jan, nice to meet you. What's your name? Oh. 
Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for introducing yourself. You may take a seat. Introduce yourself to somebody next to you as you take a seat. If you haven't met them, say, what's up? Thank you, team. You're awesome. Yes. Well, tonight I get to speak around one of our values, courageous. There it is up there. Some of you may have heard, who's heard me speak on courageous? Give me a little idea. If you've heard me speak on courageous, I'm going to throw something in for free for you tonight, okay? So get ready. Yes, get on the edge of your seats because it's for free, okay? Uh, Yeah, are you ready? Yeah. So one of our values, these are our values, Up here on the wall, if you don't know what our values are, they're our values. From Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4 talks about people who are mature in the Lord. People who don't get tossed around, blown about uh, by stuff that comes their way, but they're mature in the Lord. And we reckon that these values here exemplify someone who is mature in God. It's pretty cool, eh? Yeah. So I want to be mature in God. I want to be quite, I want to be, well, sometimes I'm not that mature. But anyway, um, most of the time, I want to be mature. (laughs) Is everyone like that? Can everyone relate to that? Yes, okay. So courageous, courageous. This is what courageous means. Audacious, gutsy, spirited, bold, daring, secure, confident in God, knowing who I am in Him. Big thinking, innovative, original, influencer, leader. Is that you? Is that you? I want that to be me. The quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc. without allowing fear to dictate their behaviour, and it is bravery. Fear is still there. Fear is still there. Even though we may step into being courageous, fear is still there. To have courage to act or stand on one's convictions, it's that it is to act in accordance with one's beliefs in spite of criticism or perceived negative outcomes. Or as Sheridan says... Pastor Sheridan, who is my husband, he says, crossing over the chicken line. Crossing over the chicken line. So who's watched Back to the Future? Who's seen but yeah, Back to the Future? Marty McFly is there and he is triggered by one word. What is that word? Yes. Yeah, so someone says the word chicken and what does Marty McFly do? It triggers something within him. And he's like, ooh, ooh, nobody. Nobody, and he's, he actually—if he, you watch it again—he's trembling. He's trembling. He's got a whole lot of fear there, but he's like, "Nah, nobody is going to call me chicken." And he steps and he activates courage, even though he is fearful. He's like, "No one calls me chicken." So, what triggers you? What triggers you to cross over that chicken line? I wonder. What triggers you? And, you know, there's a, a time a few years back when uh, Sheridan and I were, were dining out. We actually took a couple that um, we wanted to honour. We took them out to a nice restaurant. And we were taking them out for dinner there. And, and um, this is something, something triggered me. 
there. And um, it's not necessarily a really nice, good spiritual thing. But anyway, something triggered me, triggered me. And we were sitting there and we were wanting to honour this couple. And we had our mains, we had this lovely, nice, you know, whatever it was. Um, maybe it was pork chops or lamb or anyway, whatever it was. We had this lovely, lovely meal. And we were sitting there going, are they going to come and take our plates? We were sitting there for ages. And we were like, man, we wanted them. We wanted the dessert menu. We wanted to honour them. You know, we wanted them to choose a nice dessert as well. And we were just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And the, the waiter or the waitress, they just would not. It was like, the, you know, they were just staying clear of our table. We couldn't, we couldn't get them to, you know, come anywhere. We were like, in the end, we were like, Look, I'm really sorry. We're gonna we, we want to try and get the the waiter's attention or waitress's attention, um, you know, because we'd like to offer you dessert. You know, we'd like dessert. Anyway, the lady that we were with when it, when this, there was this couple, this lady, she says, "I dare you, Jan. I dare you." And and there's something triggered within me when she said those words. I dare you. I dare you to stack our plates up. All four of our plates. Stack our plates up. And then I dare you to, that kitchen over there, <laughs> I dare you to get up out of your seat and walk and take the plates into the staff kitchen, into the, into the kitchen, the restaurant kitchen. And I'm like, all right then. <laughs> she said, I dare you. I was absolutely in fear. My knees were knocking, but I was like, she dared me. And, and, and I was sick and tired of, the, of us sitting here waiting and we were wanting to honour these people. So I stacked the plates up. And, and I, was, you know, I was probably shaking while I was doing it, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm committed now. I'm going, I'm going. I got all the way into the kitchen, all the way. Yeah, I did it. I did. I crossed the chicken line. I got all the way into the kitchen and then people in the kitchen looked at me. <laughs> like, what, are you, what on earth are you doing here? It's like, we're ready for dessert, thank you. <laughs> yeah, my moment of crossing the chicken line. Yeah, don't, don't dare me to do that again though, okay? <laughs> I've been there, done that. <laughs> But it's, it's that feeling of like you're being out of your comfort zone and you're, you've got this attitude or this activation of courage. I'm totally out of my comfort zone, but you've got to activate courage, activating courage of like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. To be courageous, we've got to activate courage, right? I am loving hearing some of those, um, the stories from schools, from some of our youth, man, you guys are activating courage in your schools, right? I'm hearing some, some, some of you guys I heard stepped out with a, like a word of knowledge over some students and saw some healing take place when you prayed. Isn't that cool? Prayed for some people at school and yeah, come on, crossing over that chicken line. So I want to give us a few keys to what it is uh, to being courageous, what keys to being courageous, crossing over that chicken line. And I want to share a couple from Joshua and then something I'm throwing in for free. So (laughs) Joshua, uh, he was one of 12 spies that Moses had sent into where God was calling them into the promised land. And 
they they had to go into this promised land. They had to put their like their earpieces in, you know, the twelve spies, you know, put the earpiece in and sort of talk to each other. And I reckon they probably broke into pairs. Maybe is that what you do as spies? Come on, you you two go there. You two go there. And anyway, they're going in. They're going into the land and they're checking out the land. So they come back and they've been in there forty days. They come back and they report back to Moses on what the situation is in this land that they were going to take victory over. And they come back and 10 of the spies report back. It's just like, oh man, you would not believe there are giants in this place. And they even start to sow this word through the the whole camp, which is like 4 million people, the whole country, (laughs) through everybody, that the land is going to devour them. Like, can you imagine land devouring them? That's a weird picture, isn't it? The land eating you up. <laughs> There's a weird picture. I'm quite visual, so um, <laughs> the land's going to devour us. Like, but anyway, the people believed it. These ten guys are like, "No, we can't do this," and the people believed it. They're like, "Oh, the land's going to devour us." But anyway, Joshua, Joshua is here. Joshua and Caleb, and they, the two of them, they're like, "Oh, for goodness sake, guys, we can do this." God said we can do it. We can do it. Come on. Would you stop it with your nonsense with the land's going to devour us? We can do this. But anyway, everybody listen to the 10. I want to encourage us tonight. Who are you listening to? Number one, who are you listening to? What, what stuff is, is coming at you maybe? That What are you listening to? And also, what are you sharing? What are you speaking? Are you speaking courage? Are you speaking courage? Or are you speaking like, oh, the land's going to devour us type language? Are you speaking courage? What are you speaking? What are you listening to? And who are you hanging out with? Because if you're hanging out with the wrong peer, then, you know, you might start to partner with, oh, yeah, you know, that your language is a bit sort of, you know, speaking down or, make, you know, not, not speaking courageously. Who are you hanging out with? Be careful around who you're hanging out with as well. Anyway, so then I want to point out to us as well from Exodus chapter 33, verse 11, Exodus 33, 11, Joshua is there again. And Moses and Joshua, he, they go into the, what they call the tent of meeting, the, into a place where they meet with God face to face. Inside the tent of meeting, it says the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Isn't that cool? Afterward, Moses would return to the camp, but, get this, But the young man who assisted him, Joshua, would remain behind in the tent of meeting, would remain behind hanging out with God. Joshua hung out with God. He's he's with the right company there with Caleb. He speaks courageously, but he also, he hangs out with God. Isn't that cool? I want to encourage us to hang out with God. Joshua 1, 6 to 9 God is speaking to Joshua here. It's, t- it's Joshua's turn to lead this four million, this lot of four million. And, Josh- and so God speaks to him. God says to him, be strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give to, to them. Be very strong and courageous. He's got to repeat himself here. Be very strong and courageous. 
Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. And only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And then God says it again. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God has to repeat himself again and again. Be strong and courageous. I reckon there's something tonight in repetition. Repetition. There is power in repetition. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. I want to point out as well that God is saying here, meditate on the word. Be in the word. He's given us the Bible and he says, meditate on it. Keep, keep reading it. I want you to know it. Do you know it? Are you, are, you, are you chewing it over? Are you, are you in it every day, meditating on it? And I want, and, and then he backs himself up and he says, I'm, I'm not going to ditch you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to be with you. The Lord is with you wherever you go. Sometimes we don't feel like it, right? Sometimes we don't feel like he's, he's with us, but he's with you. Even in those times, he's with you. He will never leave you. He is with you. He is with you. So a couple of, so some keys to being courageous is relationship. Relationship and revelation. Joshua hung out with God. He hung out, he spent time with God. And also he's asked to spend time in God's word, to know God's word. Revelation, keys to being courageous, I reckon. Knowing the truth. It's, the Bible says, John eight forty four says that the father of lies, which is the enemy, which is Satan, will try and deceive us. It's the truth. He'll try and deceive us. So we need to know the truth. We need to know if we're not going to be deceived, if we're not going to be blown about like in Ephesians 4, then we need to know the truth. We've got to know the truth. Jesus said the truth will set you free. Here's the free bit. David. I want to share a little bit about David. David is a young farmer, a little bit like Andrew over there who led communion, a young farmer. David, is he's a farmer, but he's been hanging out with God. He's been hanging out with God. He's got relationship and revelation. He's hanging out. Anyway, I want to take you to 1 Samuel 17. In 1 Samuel 17, um, Goliath is there. There's, There's a war going on. There's a battle going on. Well, it's sort of a battle going on. The Israelites are in fear. There's this giant there called Goliath. He comes out every single day for 40 days. For 40 days, he comes out and he calls out to the Israelites, I'm the champion. You are only servants of Saul. You're only servants of Saul. So, uh, I don't know if you know the little saying that I'm the king of the castle. You're the dirty rascal. Does anyone know that? You know, I reckon it's he's, he's doing. You know, I'm the, I'm the champion, and you're also I'm the king of the castle. You're the dirty rascal. Anyway, he it says he was doing this in the morning. And at night, for 40 days, he would come out and he would go, I'm the king of the castle, you're the dirty rascal. And he'd chant away, he'd shout at them. 
And anyway, they started to believe it. Oh, oh, he's the champion. He's the king of the castle. I'm the Judy Rascal. I'm a servant. I'm a, I'm a servant of Saul. Oh my goodness, I'm only a servant of Saul. Anyway, what they did, they didn't even fight. He comes out 40 days, morning, night. They did not even fight. They, they ran away in fear. Every time that he comes out, they run away in fear. This is an army. Repetition. Repetition. Goliath, the enemy, is repeating himself over and over to the Israelites here. Repetition. What sort of repetition have you got coming into you? What, have you, what are you feeding yourself with even? What, maybe you're even speaking stuff to yourself. Oh, I'm, I'm just a servant. I'm a dirty rascal. I'm a dirty rascal. I'm a dirty rascal. What are, you, what, what are you feeding yourself with? Repetition. Do you know that in Deuteronomy, it says, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commandments. And he says, then God says, repeat them again and again. Repeat them again and again. Repetition. Repetition. Meditate on the word day and night, God said to Joshua. Repetition. What repetition have we got playing in our lives? What repetition? You know, it was just on the news, I think it was last night, the night before I saw, that um, people are seeking after this whole new thing that um, is working with, um, in London, was it, in the UK, with um, maths, with maths. And, and people are going, oh, what are you doing? You know, like they, oh, they, everyone's getting really great grades over there. Do you know what it was? Repetition. Repetition. There's power in repetition. What repetition have we got playing? Anyway, everyone say, meanwhile, meanwhile, that David's doing his stuff every morning, every night. The Israelites are all scared. Say it again. Meanwhile, David's dad sends him off to visit his brothers. David is young. He's a young dude. And David's dad says, I want you to go and take some Sammies to the guys, your big brothers, on the battlefield. They're working hard out there. Go and take some Sammies. So he runs off there and he's got the basket full of Sammies for his brothers. He, cut, he arrives there and he sees Goliath there. And he's like, he, you know, he sees him, I'm, I'm the king of the castle, you know, you're the dirty rascal. And he sees the, his brothers running off in fear and the army running off in fear. And he's like, what on earth is going on here? What on earth is going on? And, and because, you know, Goliath is, is defying his God. He's going, you're nothing. Yeah, you might say that, you know, our God is God Almighty, but you're nothing. He's defying their God. And David is like, uh-uh. It's like something is triggered. Something is triggered within him. Uh-uh. What's going on here? And they're like, hey, you're only a boy. Come on, go off, go off. You've brought, this, brought us the Sammies off, you, off home you go. He's like, excuse me, excuse me. Nobody, nobody defies my God. Let me at him. Let me at him. I'm going to step over that chicken line. He knows that he's not just a servant of Saul. David knows that. He's been hanging out with God on in the paddocks back home doing his farm, farming. And anyway, David goes out there. 
cut to the chase. David goes out there. David has his stones and his sling. And he says, listen to what he says to, to Goliath. He says, I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God whom you have defied. He's like, I know who I am. I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord of heaven's armies. Can I remind us today that you have the Lord of heaven's armies with you. You have the name of the Lord. of He, he is with you. He is with you. Like he said to Joshua, I'll never leave you. I'll never leave you. You have him with you. A key to being courageous. Healthy identity breeds a courageous spirit. In 95, I, God spoke to me clearly in 1995, that is. 1995, yeah, I know it's a long time ago. Some of you weren't born. But anyway, in 1995, God spoke to me at Bible college. And I had a whole lot of insecurities, and I still do, still working on them, still continuing, continually trying to step over the chicken line. And, and God spoke to me in 95 in Bible college, you know, because I knew that God wanted to us to, to step into leading a church or something like that. I don't know what it looked like. Anyway, here we are. Anyway, back in 95, he said, Jan, I want to do something through your life. Who are you to limit me? Who are you to limit me? So can I encourage you tonight? God wants to do something in and through you. You know, like Jay said before, he wants to awaken destinies tonight. He wants to do that tonight. Who are you to limit what God wants to do in and through you? He has a great plan and purpose for every single person. Hang out with him, relationship with him, revelation from him, healthy identity in him. All of those things should trigger us to be courageous. Hanging out with him. In Numbers 27, 18, we're going back to Joshua. Joshua um, is chosen because it says he is a man in the spirit. He has the spirit in him. He has the spirit in him. That is a key to being courageous. Baptism in the Holy Spirit. Baptism in the Holy Spirit. God knows that we need his help. And so he sent Holy Spirit. In Acts 1 and 2, have a read of it yourself, but um, Jesus went, um, before he went, ascended to the Father. After, like we've celebrated communion together tonight, um, after, after he died and, and he rose from the death, he conquered sin and death, he, he hung out with his disciples and he said, he said, you know, he was speaking to us, actually, the church. He's speaking to all of us. And he says, I want you to go and tell people about me. I want you to tell, you know, I, I've come because I absolutely am passionate. God is passionate about relationship with every single person. And I want you to go and tell everyone. But I want you to wait. I want you to wait first because I, you need some help. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to send Holy Spirit to be with you all the time. Holy Spirit's going to empower you. He will give you power. He will actually he will comfort you as well in times when you need comfort. He will encourage you as well. He's amazing. He is, he is the man. He is like way more than the man. But anyway, he is incredible. And, and Jesus said, wait, wait. It is really important, really important for you to wait and be filled with the Holy Spirit to, 
it to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That is a major key, a major key to walking out a life of being courageous, to being wherever, whenever, wherever, whenever, on the wall there, wherever, whenever, being like Jesus. We can't do that without Holy Spirit. Also, a little bit of YOLO. YOLO. (laughs) YOLO, you only live once. You only live once. The church needs some YOLO. I need some YOLO. You know, like today is not going to happen again. It's not going to happen again. You only live once. Seize the day. Or stay on this side of the chicken line and live a boring old life. Maybe don't step into the destiny that God has for you. But why? Why? When we only live once. YOLO. YOLO. When God's got a great and exciting plan and purpose. You know, what, what would have happened if Joshua hadn't, have, hadn't have partnered with God, if he hadn't have crossed over that chicken line, if he hadn't have said, YOLO, come on, I'm only living once. I'm going to take that promised land. I'm going to take it. YOLO, you only live once. We need to activate a bit of YOLO, I reckon. Yeah, activate some YOLO in our lives. What is on the other side of our courageousness? What's on the other side? David defeated that giant. He killed Goliath down with the enemy. YOLO, YOLO. No, nobody defies my God. Nobody defies my God. YOLO. How do I know that a simple word of encouragement to somebody isn't going to change somebody's life. Why would I hold back and go, I'm too scared, when I have the power to just go, oh, YOLO, come on, what have I got to lose? What have I got to lose? To share God's love, maybe to pray for somebody. YOLO, I only live once. Ten seconds across the chicken line can change someone's destiny, can change our own destiny. What is being courageous for you? What's being courageous for you? Might be coming to a different country like the lovely couple I met earlier. Wow, amazing. So cool. Coming all the way from Canada to New Zealand. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. What's being courageous? Maybe not joining in and backstabbing someone at school tomorrow. Maybe that's courageous for you, standing out from the crowd a little bit. Maybe it's saying yes to God and taking the next step. Maybe it's changing your language. Stop putting yourself down. I had to work on that one. Or stop putting other people down. Maybe that's being courageous. Maybe some courageous giving in our Global Legacy Month. Maybe it's stepping out with a word of knowledge, prophesying over somebody. Maybe being courageous is joining a team at Activate. That's a courageous thing to do for some people. Maybe it's joining an Activate group, a small group. Maybe starting one. Maybe it's going off to a counsellor. Maybe that's a courageous step, booking in for a sozo prayer. Maybe 
It's dropping offense, forgiving somebody. Maybe it's going to the prayer gathering that's happening this Tuesday night, 7.30. Be courageous, YOLO, YOLO. What is it for you? What is it for you? Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. A command from God. We may get a few bumps and bruises along the way, but YOLO. YOLO. We only live once. I want to finish by giving an invitation Because tonight, a courageous step for some people here tonight may be to invite Jesus to be Lord and Saviour of your life. That is a pretty courageous step. You know, it was a courageous step for me to go, yeah, I want to live my life for you, Jesus, but I haven't regretted it one day. Not one day. Oh my goodness, I would not want to do one day without God. And so I want to give invitation to you tonight to make that courageous step tonight. How about everyone close their eyes and give privacy to the people on your left and your right? What I'd like you to do is give me a wave and I'd like to to pray for you. If you want to make Jesus Lord of your life, if you want to say, yeah, I I want to hang out with Jesus. I want to hang out with God. I want to get to know Him. I want to get to know His Word I want, I want to have him be with me. I want to get to know him, who he is. I want to get to know my destiny in him. Would you give me a wave if you want to respond to, to him tonight? Is there anyone here? Let me see your hand. I want to pray for you. Awesome. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else here? One more moment. Jesus, I thank you for your beautiful daughter. I thank you that you created her. I thank you that you absolutely are so passionate for your daughter. I thank you that you have designed her to do relationship, to live in a relationship with you, to live in a relationship with you. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you would impart your spirit upon her right now. Pour out your blessing upon her right now as she responds to you this evening. I thank you that there are wonderful moments ahead like Joshua had meeting with you face to face. I thank you. I declare that over her life tonight. Wonderful moments hanging with you, growing in you. I thank you that you took her place on that cross. You took took my place on that cross. I thank you that you have made her white as snow. 
taken all sin, all shame, any guilt is gone. I thank you for freedom in you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. I declare blessing and protection over your daughter in Jesus' name. I declare blessing and protection over your church upon everybody here tonight. I thank you that you've called us to be courageous. I thank you for your command to us to be courageous. I thank you that you empower us. Thank you that you don't want us to do that alone. You don't, you don't see us doing that alone. I thank you that you've sent Holy Spirit. May we respond to you tonight, each one of us afresh tonight, Holy Spirit, to rise up with a little bit of YOLO, to cross that chicken line, to step into all that you have for us, to awaken destinies tonight. I declare healthy identities being cemented into people's lives tonight. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Jay is going to come and we're going to carry on. Jay's going to share another invitation for us. And I reckon tonight is a night where we need to respond to him. Because his call is for us, the church, to rise up. I reckon there's a, there's a um, God is asking for a, a fresh cry from his church. A fresh heart's cry from his church. I'm like, I don't want to settle back here in a place of comfort. It's not where God is calling me to. I don't want to settle there in a place of fear even, maybe like the Israelites were doing. But I want to step up with a fresh heart's cry of going, yeah, I'm knocking at my knees, but I'm going to rise up with a whole new courageousness. I'm going to rise up, but I'm going to, I'm going to receive Holy Spirit. I'm going to receive courage from Him tonight. I'm going to step into all that He has called me to. I'm not going to let anyone defy my God around me. I'm going to rise up. I'm going to stand for Him. I want to step into what God has got for my life, the call that He's got for my life. I reckon God is is saying, come on, will you do this church? Will you? Will you respond to me, church? Will you be like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden? That cannot be hidden. That's going to stand out from the crowd like David did when he turned up on the battlefield. He stood out from the crowd. So thanks, Jay. I'll let you carry on. Awesome. Why don't we give Pastor Jen a hand? That was awesome. Come on, I also think we should celebrate the person who gave their life to Jesus. It's the best decision you'll ever make in your life. We celebrate with you. So amazing. Hey, if that was you, we got some salvation packs at the back and we want to journey with you as you walk with God. And so make sure you go grab one of those. There's also some Bibles available which you can grab. The Bible's powerful. So powerful. So make sure you go grab one of those. Hey, but we got a couple of responses before we finish the gathering. And the first one is uh, with to do with Jan's message, Pastor Jan's message. And that is whether you want to be baptised in the Holy Spirit or not. And it's crucial. 
It really is. If you want to live a courageous life, it's important that we're walking with Holy Spirit. It's really important. I was, I was encouraged. I was talking to Stacy earlier. Where's Stacy over there? Uh, Stacy, his back got healed last weekend, which was amazing. And God moved through his life. But not only that, he was encouraged because of his own healing to pray for the lady in the dairy who had a sore back and she was healed. Come on, that's, that takes courage. <laughs> that, that takes a lot of courage and you need Holy Spirit for that. Uh, even if you want to just tell people about Jesus. Uh, yesterday we were at the petrol station and I felt uh, like God said, I want you to talk to the lady at the counter that Jesus loves her. And trust me, I... I was feeling scared. Some people might go, oh, he's the evangelist guy. He doesn't get scared. I get scared. I got to step out. But I had the courage because the Holy Spirit gave me the courage. And so the first response is, if you want to be baptised in the Holy Spirit, that's not a scary thing. That's an amazing thing. We've been filled with the Holy Spirit. We're walking with God every single day. If that's you, why don't you come to the front right now? We're going to have some people that's going to pray for you. I, that is courageous. First person. Come on. It's amazing. Is there anybody else here tonight who's going, come on, I want to be baptised in the Holy Spirit. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Is there anybody else? Come on, be bold. If you haven't been baptised in the Holy Spirit, come on. This is your moment. This is your time. Awesome. Is there anybody else? Come on. Be bold. Don't miss out. Come on. I know everybody in here hasn't been baptised in the Holy Spirit. Is there anybody else? Why don't you come up to the front if that's you? Be bold. We're going to have another response as well. And that's what I shared earlier. If you're going, you know what? I want to know what my destiny is. I want my destiny to be awakened tonight. I want God to give me revelation of what He's calling me to do here on earth. Come on, if that's you, why don't you come to the front? We're going to have some leaders that want to pray for you. And we're going to believe that God's going to reveal destiny to you. And also, if you're someone, come up, bro, that's awesome. If you're someone in here and you're going, you know what, I know what God is calling me to do, but I'm not doing it. I need courage. Maybe you need to be baptised in the Holy Spirit as well. But if you need some courage and you want to step into that, you want to wake up, come on, come up to the front. Oh, I can even respond. I want a fresh and filling of the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. God honours your guys' boldness and courage. Come on, I know there's more in here. I'm going to let you respond, let you guys be bold. Why don't we sing a song? We're going to pray for these guys. Some leaders, do you want to come up and we'll pray for them? I say, yes, Lord, I am available. I will you call. I am available. I say, yes, Lord.
Step into the destiny God has for your life. You've got to overcome that internal resistance and actually put your faith in Jesus. That He's created you, that He's made you, that He loves you beyond measure, that He has a plan and a purpose for your life which is better than you could possibly dream or imagine. Imagine having absolutely absolute assurity that you've been designed with purpose for a purpose and God will reveal that to you and sometimes you know we're waiting for a revelation to drop from heaven I think the revelation tonight is the invitation to be baptised in the Holy Spirit get filled with the Holy Spirit you'll get revelation you'll hear His voice more clearly because He wants to speak to you I think there's a whole lot of people in this room that need to be filled, need to be baptised with the Holy Spirit, need to be baptised in water too. You know, biblically we weren't even called Christians until we were baptised in water. But there's a whole bunch of us in this room and to step across that chicken line or to walk a courageous life simply means being obedient to what God's asked for us. And we can be waiting for revelation to come, but some of it's very clear. Be baptised in water. Be filled with the Spirit. And I want to encourage you to respond to Him tonight. There is no reason on the planet to leave the same way that you came when you're feeling the conviction of God that you need to take a step forward. And I want to encourage you to be bold. I want to encourage you to be courageous, to step out of your comfort zone. And allow God to be God in your world. If you're sitting there tonight or standing there, and you're going, oh, I should, I should be prayed for to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why don't you come out of your seat? Let someone pray for you. You're coming to meet a perfect God, His perfect love. And wants the absolute best for you. It's easy to have dreams and changing the world. Start 
by taking a step tonight in obedience to God. Holy Spirit, I ask that your beautiful conviction would rest on every one of us tonight. I know there's no one exempt in this room from taking steps of faith and taking steps forward in you. So I ask that you would stir us. You would stir our expectation of walking with you and of meeting with you, of operating in your power. Stir us so that we need to take action. Stir us in a way that pushes us into you. Stir us in a way that our faith tomorrow is greater than our faith today. That our boldness tomorrow is greater than our boldness today. That our obedience tomorrow is greater than our obedience today. I ask Holy Spirit that you would move among us tonight in Jesus' name.
Fantastic. Do you want to have a bit of fun to finish? Oh, one person. Only one. Does anyone else want to have some fun to finish? Four of you now. Four. Can we have any more than four people want to finish by having some fun? Five. This feels like an auction. Ridiculous. What, what I reckon we should do to finish is we should do a fire tunnel. You know what that is? Put your hand up if you know. Oh, so there's a whole lot of people who don't know. This is going to be awesome. I need you to come out of your fire. It's not, well, it could be dangerous. If God moves sovereignly, it could be dangerous. What I need you to do is come out of your seat, every person, and we need to make two lines. Start here and go that way around the auditorium where we stand shoulder to shoulder, but we face each other. Go on, do it. Jump out of your seats. It's going to be fun. Okay, you go on the other side, Jane, so people can get in the next line. Yeah, there, yeah, there, cool. So shoulder to shoulder. That's right, and just kind of go down and go down the aisle and wherever you end up. This is going to be awesome, I hope. Great. It's like herding cats, you're doing well. How are we doing? We got two lines, we got everyone in two lines. Gems, it looks messy in your corner. Can you sort it out down there? Thank you. Okay, you're ready. Put your hand up if you're ready. Oh, we're coming this way a bit. We're coming this way a bit. Fantastic. Actually, Jan, you can lead the way. You go down the end. You're going to start. Okay, so so how this is going to work, are you listening? You guys are just going to have to stop for a minute so I can explain. But it's all right. You can come back. So what's going to happen is every person's going to walk through, okay? And as they walk past you, you're going to pray the presence and the power of God, the fire of God to fall on every person as they walk through. And what happens is they're going to walk through and then they're going to join the end of the queue. So the queue's going to keep growing around there and we're going to pray for every person. Is that right? Put your hand up if you understand. I did pretty good. Like a third of you understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if, yeah, if you don't need to be on the techie thing, come through and do it. It'll be good fun. Okay, so, so they're going to start down here. Jan's starting in a minute and she's going to walk through and then about a pace behind her, the next person's going to follow her. And you just keep wrapping around the auditorium, okay? It's going to be good fun. Trust me. It's going to be great fun. And if this is your first time ever in church, don't worry about it. Just get into it. It'll be good fun. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Ben. Where you go, Jess? Yep, go. Come on, declare. As they walk past you, declare the blessing of God, the favour of God, the power of God. You pray for 
Let's go out of this place partying. Come on. Let's go. You're left. Snack and chat? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. That's what you said, eh? Well, that was awesome. I don't know about you, but that was so cool. Why don't we give Pastor Jam one more hand? That was awesome. 
Cool. Hey, well, church, thank you so much for your giving and being faithful in your giving. It's how it helps us what we uh, do what we do here. Come on, we can't do it without your generous giving. So thank you for partnering with us. Hey, and we've got snack and chat in the foyer, yeah? We do? Awesome. We've got snack and chat. Yeah, not one more song. Snack and chat. Food. Awesome. Hey, I encourage you. Let's be courageous this week. Have a great week. See you next Sunday. Go grab a bite in the foyer. Everybody put your hands in the air. You guys ready to praise Him tonight? See it out when you speak. When you speak, I'll follow with heart and soul. Help me see your ways are not like my own. Caught between, caught between the future seen and the now. I choose belief and find the faith in you now. I'm believing in
Now you 